0: Please leave a message after the tone. Hello? Uh, Alex? Mira, papa, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know if you remember. This is uh from the bar. Et, uh, I I heard you had a, a radio show or something with the internet. Hold on, I'm on the phone. Hold on, hold on. Give me two seconds. Mira, no, so I was thinking, you know, we could hang out again and I like, could come on and talk some shit and tell you more stories and all that kind of shit, you know? Mira, I haven't seen you at the bar in a long ass time, okay? But uh, we catch up sometime, alright? We go to the bar, or we go bar hopping and all that kind of shit. But, hey, I'll call you back, alright? Well, when you get this message, y'all, man, okay? Call me. Bye. all right it's almost six o'clock let's start this shit i'm gonna ditch the headphones yeah fuck the headphones i can't hear myself with the headphones it's um let me turn off the monitoring it's like i'll monitor my vocals before i actually start the podcast and then i won't wear them necessarily like sometimes you'll notice if you watch podcasts especially um the host and the guest you know everybody involved is wearing headphones and that's just so you know they could hear each other hear their voices and stuff but i feel like i'm talking over myself like it's think about it this way you're you're talking for other people to hear you not necessarily for you to hear yourself so when you have i have my airpods in so i'll put those on no other noise but my voice is going in you know i'm by myself today so My own voice is just going back into my ears, and it's just, I feel like I'm talking over myself. It's like a slight one second delay. And when I finish a sentence, it's like I'll hear, I'll hear like the end of it as I'm beginning the new one. It's like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Maybe I'll include that. You know what? Here's a fun thing I'll put in my AirPod, I'll put in both. Alright I got both airpods in and I'm gonna turn on monitoring and you'll see like the change in my speech I'm kind of like slowing down it's because I'm hearing myself and I don't (laughs) want (laughs) to fuck that yeah no I'm turning that shit off and I'm gonna move this bag out of here just you know enough not to make a sound alright oh fuck it's a bag of pretzels. It just fell. Slightly, but it's still very noticeable. But um, anyway, that's my dilemma with the headphones. As I said, I'm back here by myself, recording in undisclosed location. There's another solo episode. Hope you guys didn't get too used to the guest. even though yeah, it was fucking great. I thought it was hilarious. And um, can't wait till the next one. I don't know who the fuck I'm going to have on next. Probably one of my buddies. Maybe. We'll see. I want to do a couple of these by myself. Before having, you know, too many guests on too frequently. And then, you know, just to kind of... Not to set expectations of what this will be. Because there's a lot of shit I want to do on here that... I'm still, like, working out what's going to be what. And I apologize for any of my joints cracking in the background. That's just... I'm not even doing that shit on purpose. It's just happening. And so yeah no so I have a lot of different ideas and one of the ideas I had which I'll probably get started on this one soon because this sounds like a a fun thing to do that I don't think you really see on podcasts except for ones that are like themed and like every episode has a certain topic and a theme that they're following but some episodes I want to try and do what I'm calling the down the rabbit hole series of simply existing and in that in those episodes, I'm going to try and do go down the rabbit hole of like a different, um, like theory or story from pop culture. I guess pop culture, you could call it. Stories. There's a word, it's obvious that there's a word that I'm thinking of. And oh, there goes a motorcycle. That's going to come out later and I'm going to be pissed off about it. But no, so stuff like, um, the db cooper case from the 70s i believe that happened that's probably gonna be the first one because that one was a fun one to like read into and just um it's all it was a it's like so much history behind it and i'll spare everybody the details now but for those who are familiar and are interested look out for that Escape the uh, escape from Alcatraz, those guys, not necessarily the movie, but I'll talk about the movie too, but the actual escape that took place and they never found those motherfuckers, so those will be fun. So episodes like that, I'll definitely have some themed episodes where I do stuff like that. So if I going mix it up, I don't want this to be such a straightforward, you know, you know what to expect every week kind of thing. Like, I think I took people off guard with having a guest on so early on, and good. <laughs> like, that's that's part of the plan. So yeah, I'll be by myself. I'll have guests. I'll do some themed episodes, like I said, you know, for the holidays and stuff like that. It's It's, you know, it's the wow it's the end of july i just looked at the calendar for that it's july 20th almost there to august but i'm already thinking about like uh doing a special halloween podcast maybe have some guests for that that would be a good one tell some spooky stories and stuff like that drink some sam adams oktoberfest and hopefully there won't be any planes up in the air as i record this wait can you listen to this shit real quick Hopefully that doesn't get edited out, but that's loud as fuck. That's right over my house. But anyway, Halloween episode. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it, I guess, you know, but I'm still so excited for that, even though it's like, let's see, August, September, October. Wow. Three months away, pretty much. Three months, right? Yeah. What's after July? August, September. Yeah. Like three months from now. So that's going to be fun as fuck. I already have an idea of who I'm going to ask to be on. I know people that are very into Halloween. They live and breathe Halloween. Very much enthusiasts of the Halloween time. That sounded so fucking awkward. (laughs) Oh my god. Halloween time. I always think about Halloween around this time though. Like many years ago, like when I still dressed up. Not many years ago, but anyway, I back when I still dressed up, I was thinking, like, hmm, what can I wear for Halloween? What should my costume be? And that was one of the things, like, I thought about, like, starting, like, especially August. August for me is, like, you know, my birthday has just passed. You know, my birthday was early July. That's over. The next thing to look forward to is kind of, you know, just Halloween. That's the next big thing, I guess. You know, yeah. Fuck everybody else's birthday, right? And <laughs> everything in between, other you know, holidays, but um, Halloween's like the big thing. And you know, it hasn't necessarily been the greatest thing for me the last couple of years, just you know, with everything. This past year it was uh, COVID and stuff, and the year before, it's like all the years before, it's like Halloween was falling in the middle of the week, and that was just like disgusting. It's like you know when you're younger like when I was in my late teens early 20s it's like you know you make it a point to party and go out but I work I go to school I'm tired I'm a tired 25 year old now so I'm not really that time is not necessarily not necessarily come and gone but it's just like maybe next year you know it's one of those interesting how we just uh that's the mentality as you get older like oh okay Whatever, maybe next year. You kind of just push things off. And excuse me while I take a sip of this beer. You kind of just put things off. And that's cool. You know, you have responsibilities and stuff. Some people, some people my age even have kids, which I think, I still think that's fucking weird. That's bizarre. Like, you know, I'm 25, right? I just turned 25 like two weeks ago. And. Since I, you know, since I was 21, from 21 up until now, it's like I've known people my age or around my age that have uh, gotten married or had kids. And meanwhile, I'm just here, kind of, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. Just kind of existing here and just, you know, having fun with, you know, taking it day by day. Holy shit, there's a lot of fucking noise here. Now there's a siren outside. I don't know, it stopped, but. You know, I recorded the last episode up here around this time, and there was not this much noise. It's pretty gross. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting, the noises of New York, but you know what? I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to fucking leave. That's a lie, I hope I fucking leave, I hate it here. Not to like shit on New York, but... Only New Yorkers, if you live here, if you're born and raised in New York City, can you actually shit on New York City and, you know, never leave. Or if you do leave, you go somewhere not too far, like uh, Staten Island, Jersey. And I, I don't know of any people that go to Long Island at all, but... Yeah, you can't shit on New York unless you're from New York. Anybody else, if you're from fucking Boston, go fuck yourself. You can't make fun of New York. If you're from... Wherever the fuck. Any other state. Fuck you. Don't make fun of New York. <laughs> you know, everybody makes the memes like, oh, um, Staten Island. We don't claim Staten Island or whatever. But a lot of people, especially like I've had family members, like in recent years, they have um, moved to Staten Island and they love it. But you know what? There's parking over there. So I I, I completely understand the parking in New- in brooklyn it's just such a nightmare and it only gets worse by the day on my block specifically they put up like fucking 50 city bikes up on the corner and we lost like so many parking spots and even the hydrants they're just like taken 24 7 now and it was never really like that and it's trash i can't fucking believe that shit but yeah no back to um what i was saying about Leaving New York, the only other place I would think of. I'm going to be one of those, you know, keep the tradition alive. I'm going to move from New York, but probably go to like Jersey or some shit. Because I don't know. I don't want to live in New York, but I want to be close to New York. I don't know. Let's see where my interests are and where my priorities are at. Because right now I'm thinking in the perspective of, you know, me now at 25 years old and things I want to do. I want to be close enough to New York. Because it's a major city for tour stops. You know, when my favorite bands come by and play, I could be close enough. I could drive from Jersey. Take the train, even. That's an option. But let's be realistic. I, I hate public transport. I'm going to fucking drive there. But yeah, that's pretty much where my mindset is now. Who knows, by the time I actually like move and settle down in another state... God knows when that's gonna be. Like, yeah, I plan on moving in the near future, like within uh, New York somewhere. But to actually have a house and shit in Jersey, that's not not for a while. Definitely not for a while. And the crazy thing is, I probably won't realize how much my prior bleh, can't even talk. I probably won't even realize how much my priorities have changed until they've changed and like that part of my life is happening whenever that is at whatever point that is so let's see where I'm at in like 10 years 25 now let's see where I'm at at 35 and see if I still want to do that kind of thing speaking of shows though I'm about about a month a month away from my first show back in over a year and that's both terrifying and just really exciting. I have a lot of anxiety over it because I haven't, you know, obviously I haven't been in, in any kind of crowds whatsoever in over a year. So I don't know. who's Who knows? Maybe once I'm actually there, it'll be like nothing happened and I'll just uh feel right at home in that kind of setting. So that's going on like August 20, August 25th, I think. All time low with the main and grayscale at Harrisburg. No, what's the venue called? XL Live in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Gonna have to double check on that date there, but that's gonna be fun. And then the following day, actually no two days after, I'm seeing them again at Sad Summer. All three of those bands. And it's gonna be such a such a weird feeling, cause you know, that was such a for a long time that was such a big part of my life just seeing my favorite bands multiple stops of the same tour within like the same week sometimes even and i don't know it's gonna be strange but hopefully i could welcome that back with open arms i don't know a lot of shit has changed for me in the last year i don't know it's like i've gotten used to things as they are right now but i'm looking to break out of that shit as quickly and you know the right way though Not gonna rush into anything, but I'm taking it one day at a time. I regret to inform everybody that I've made the conscious decision of going back onto Tinder last night. And I remember I tweeted this like a couple days ago, like, yo, if I gotta, I forget what the exact tweet said, but it was something along the lines of, if I ever go back on Tinder, I'm gonna be fucking mad at myself. And you know, I went back on Tinder, but I'm not necessarily mad at myself. I stayed off for like a good month, which that's, that doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a fucking lot. That's like a year for any other person. But for me, I'm just like, and and the thing is, I'm not on there, like with the expectations of meeting anybody or just whatever. It's kind of, it's weird. It's like, I don't have high expectations, nor any expectations at all. But it's, you know, you keep an open mind at the same time. You never know who you're going to match or talk to. And this time around, you know, maybe it's because I'm a new profile, but I'm getting like matches right away. I don't know what it is, but, you know, for the longest time, it's like you either don't match or you'll get like trolls or whatever. But this time it's like, okay this is uh, what happened over the last month that things are different now. But yeah, no, I broke the promise to myself. I ended up back on Tinder. And here we are, back in this fucking cesspool. I mean, I can't complain now. It's been about, what, a day? I think that's what it was. Last, week. I don't know. Whenever I signed back up, but it's, um, interesting new layout they have, I guess, to make you feel welcome. Like, oh, wow, welcome to the Tinder that you've never been on a million times before. New layout, new app. We're going to get you all the matches. And you know what? You've ma- I've matched with some good looking people. Not that I get, you know, looks aren't everything, but... No trolls so far. But yeah, it's just like a... It's like every time I swear off dating apps, I always end up right back on a dating app. And like I've tried Tinder, I've tried Bumble, and it's just so fucking shitty. Every experience. It's like so weird. It's you know, it's either I've had experiences, people, let me tell you. I've met like some strange human beings, human beings on these uh dating apps. And not necessarily people I've had relationships either. Like, you know, I've made friends off there and I don't know, but a majority have been fucking fucking weird, if you ask me. But, um, real quick story. This was back when, I must have been 20 or 21, I matched with this girl from the Bronx. And it was so weird. It was just like, you know, we hung out, like, the next day. We didn't do anything. It was nothing like that. It was just, you know, we were just chilling, whatever. But, um... She straight up, like, asked me to be her boyfriend. We hung out at, like, a park. I'm, like, skipping right to the fucking... Right to the kicker before I even, like, explain. So, you know, I picked her up from the train. Because, fuck no, I was not going to the boogie down. If she was even from the boogie down, you know. What constitutes, like, which areas of the Bronx, you know, like, are considered, like, the boogie down? Like, oh, you say, like, some neighborhood, and it'd be like, oh, you was in the boogie down? Like i don't know i've I've been in brooklyn my whole life i only know brooklyn staten island and manhattan I've, i don't fucking i don't know the other boroughs like that and so so i picked her up from the train station we drive over to the park and she was just so fucking weird and the thing is i should have known this was gonna go south real quick when i asked her what she did for a living and so the fuck is that a dog that's a dog outside she said she sold knives. And right then and there, my 20, 21-year-old self should have fucking ran. But being the kind soul that I am, and you know, just everything you hear about guys and how they're so shitty in general, and then they go out and tell all their friends, um, they're like, oh yeah, he stood me up, he did this, this, and that. Like, dude, I was just trying to fucking get through, you know, hanging out. I can't even call it a date. We were just hanging out. But, um... And I felt bad she bought, like, food, too. She would not let me pay for shit. She bought a whole-ass pizza pie, and, like, I'm like, yo, I am not gonna eat all this fucking pizza. But that day, I ate more pizza in public than I have ever eaten before in public in my life. That sentence makes sense. It should make sense. Anyway. It was just so bizarre. And, like, she was cool, like, messaging and stuff. And, you know, not a lot of time between when we matched and then hanging out the next day it was not even like 24 hours and that's the kind of shit i can't do anymore i would not do that kind of shit now at 25. fuck that (laughs) there's just too much at stake but no so i'm just trying to get through it as best as possible and she ended up asking me to be her boyfriend right there like we weren't even hanging out for like an hour And I'm just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Just thinking of myself in my head. I don't know if it was like obvious in my facial expressions or anything, but I was shook. I'm like, I just literally at the end of it, I was just like, uh, I'm like, yo, I never want to see this chick again. But I had to be straight up in the moment because think about what the fuck do you do in that instance? It's just, you can't just like up and run. I mean, I guess you can, but what the fuck? And uh, yeah, just leave her stranded in fucking Brooklyn, of all places. She's like, lives like fucking an hour and something away from here. That's wild. But I pretty much ended up just saying like, yo, I just met you. We didn't even match like 24 hours ago. Like, what are you doing? And like, you could see on her face, you know, not to like degrade her or anything, but you could tell like she felt stupid about it. And I'm just like, fuck. But then she, like, treated it like it was nothing and just, like, uh, went on about some other shit. I'm like, oh, nah, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Even if I gotta run, whatever. But when she wasn't looking, I told my sister, or somebody, I told somebody, I'm like, yo, can you call me? Just go along with the. And so, I get the phone call. My phone is always on silent, mind you, but I made sure the volume was up so they could, you know, hear that a phone call was coming in fucking the cavalry was coming and so I pick up and I'm like literally verbatim like hello what do you mean the shop is on fire I didn't work at a shop I don't think I even had a job at that point in my life but I made believe like I worked at like some store or something and like I had to leave the shop was on fire the shop was on fire and i had to go i had to go deal with the fire myself the, the fdny could not handle it i had to go and handle it with my colleague on the other line you know what i'm saying and so i'm like yo i gotta go i got a you know emergency at work And she- <laughs> yo poor girl oh my god I'm sorry, I probably sound like a scumbag, but, yo, I had, to, I had to get out of there. You know, I wouldn't do that shit now, but I'm just... That was me, young and dumb. So, we get in the car, and I'm taking her back to the train. And she's just acting, like, so... Like, she's just, like, acting too normal. She's not, like, suspecting a thing, it seems. And so, I don't know, maybe she felt like, uh i was trying to get out of it or something but at that point i knew i had to play along whatever it was and so just to wrap this story up real quick i'm just you know i'm driving and out of nowhere i just feel hand on my dick (laughs) i was like motherfucker (laughs) oh jesus christ and i'm like I don't even remember how I reacted, all I know is I took her to the train and I went home and I just like sat at home processing what the fuck happened. Some of you might say, you know, like, oh, you were sexually assaulted, but um, really I was just trying to get over the whole will you be my boyfriend, you know, 22 hours in thing. But yeah, it's like, uh, it was just so strange. And so she texted me later that night, like, thanks for everything. I had a great time. Um, You know, I'd love to see you again someday. And I don't think I responded. And then, so the following day, I noticed that she had blocked me on Instagram and stuff, since I didn't respond or whatever. But um, yeah, that was one of the many odd encounters I've had with somebody on Tinder, Which, you know, I don't even... It was so long ago, and it was just so quick. Like, I could probably match with her again and not even realize it's her right away. So bizarre. Such a weird time in my life. But, um... I'd like to say I've calmed down, but... (laughs) God damn. 21-year-old me was... 21-year-old me has some stories. We'll break that down. We'll break down some of those stories in the future. But anyway... I'm back on Tinder, so let's see what kind of adventures await. Cheers to that. Cheers to that shit. I'm still fucking young. You know, I was still I was like getting down about being, you know, turning twenty-five a couple weeks ago. Like I had so many uh different kinds of expectations for where I'd be now at twenty-five. But we'll we'll break that down at another time. That's a different conversation. The thing is, like, this is where the fun really starts. You know, 21. I was still a fucking baby. I would go into bars, and I just like I don't know what to fucking do with myself. Like one of the first time I went to one of the first times I went to a bar with my friends. We went to Williamsburg, and I still I think I've only been to that one bar once. I never went back in for some reason, and we just kind of stood there like, uh, like a freshman in high school walking into the lunchroom for the first time. It was so weird. But I guess we looked old enough that I don't think we even got ID'd. And let me tell you, one of my friends, like, at the time- to- Both my friends, we we all looked like babies! You know, not just to single them out, we looked like fucking children. And I remember I went up there, I was in a black t-shirt and a bomber jacket, thinking I looked like tough shit, and I had fucking baby face, I didn't even have my beard. And we went in, I was like a fucking little puppy. I was a little puppy dog. At the at the dog run with you know, oh what are those dogs with Great Danes? I was a little Yorkie among Great Danes, and boy, let me tell you, there's some Great Danes there. My friend goes up to the bar; he goes to order a Blue Moon. I don't know why I remember that detail; it's irrelevant. But I turn around, me you know, and my other friend were sitting there, we're eating pizza because we got drinks, and like at that place, you get a drink, you get like a free like pizza voucher or whatever. We're chowing down. He's at the bar, and I turn over some, uh, woman, like, middle-aged woman. She must have been, like, in her 40s. She looked like some, you know, light grays in her hair. She's over there chatting him up, and I'm just, like, sitting there, like, motherfucker. But I'm cracking up, too. It was both, like, yo, I like, yo, that should be me, what the fuck? But also, like, yo, that's my fucking boy right there. Like, I'm just proud. So... oh my god that's so fucking funny he just (laughs) he comes back he sits down he tells us that he's like yo i think that was my fucking neighbor i'm like get the fuck out of here your neighbor next door to the left or to the right like to the left i'm like nah dude that wasn't your neighbor but that was fucking somebody you should be going home with tonight (laughs) i'm fucking terrible but no so He's like, yeah, no, she was asking me. He's like, I think you're my neighbor. She said that too. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? I don't know, man. But yo, know, fucking 21 years old in that kind of environment. Like in hindsight, it's like, yo, yeah, what the fuck? Like little baby Alex does not belong here with his buddies. like, no, let's stop. Enough of this. I forget where I was going with this story. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. So, the thing is, like, to be 21 years old in that kind of environment with shit like that going on, it's like, wow, no. Like, wait till you're a little bit older there, you know, child. Now, at 25, it's like between that and now, I've seen all kinds of shit at bars, and, like, I'll go into a bar and just, like, I'll, you know, I'll know uh, proper etiquette and just how to act. It's just become a normal thing. But, man. Like I was saying, you know, the real adventure still has yet to begun to begin, yet to begun. I I can't English right now, but um, no. So that's like my earliest memory of going to a bar with my friends for the first time, you know, being of legal drinking age at least, and um, I can't wait to like go back. I haven't been to a bar in a long time, like just sit and have a drink. Like I've gone, I think I've gone through most phases of going to bars to drink it's like I started you know just like every weekend going and then it became like a, uh, you know you go to bigger like parties and stuff and you you know go to like Webster Hall for emo night or um Brooklyn Bowl rather that's where I would go the most and then it slowly you know slowly but surely graduated into going to the bar after work on a Tuesday night because it's been a long week already and yes, it's it's only Tuesday. So I've gone through most of the phases. And that's the thing about drinking young, that you go through those phases relatively quick. You know, especially if you begin when you're a teenager and you're sneaking alcohol and just like sneaking whatever you can fucking get your hands on. Like me and my buddy would always go to his downstairs living room and just get fucked up off of the stupidest shit. Whatever I could get. And I'll never forget, we just, like, chugged white wine once. I forget what it was, but it was fucking disgusting. And I could not stop throwing up. It was terrible. It was just not a thing I would ever want to do again or wish upon my worst enemy. But I got so fucking sick. And, you know, that's the thing we would do. We would just do that. We also... That's why, that's number one, that's why I don't drink white wine anymore, and number two, we used to do it with different shit until we got sick of it, which is why I won't drink any pineapple-flavored rum. We used to get fucked up. We got fucked up off this. um, It was pineapple cruzon, and it was, I dubbed it the bottle that would never end, because no matter how much we drank, there was always still so much left by the next time, you know, we hung out. This was like once a week. And so, I don't know, maybe it was just our tolerance that was low. But it was fucked up. I never, I'll never, i never drink anything pineapple flavored again. That's it. White wine, out of the question. Fuck that shit. And now it's like, uh, I'd like to think I've calmed down with the drinking. You know, a lot of people during the lockdown, they got into drinking a lot. Me, I stopped drinking for a period. Like in the beginning, I would drink a little bit. Yeah, we drink to get fucked up, you know, because was stressful times, but. Now I hardly drink, which is good. I don't want to fucking drink anymore. There's people I see that drink like every fucking night, like people my age. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck, bro? No, you know, not judging them or anything, but. Like, I can't. Not even because of like, it's just like, I don't even want to anymore. I'm not thinking about like necessarily the feeling of being sick or anything. It's just I kind of. I guess I weamed myself off in a way but um bars I can't wait to go back to my favorite bar you know gradually I'm vaccinated I could do whatever the fuck I want if I really wanted to it's just a matter of uh comfort and stuff like that but when the time comes I'm sure more stories will develop from those times which that reminds me, there's a story from one of the last times I went to the bar, to my bar, the one I you know, always go to like on, like on, during the week before lockdown and stuff. I'm wondering if I should save that for a special episode or something, for an, or for another episode. I should probably start wrapping this up, though. We're coming in almost at 40 minutes, just about. Yeah, you know what? I'll tell the story. Well, we could close that. We could close this episode off with that story. So one day, meeting my friend right at the bar. Now this bar is always—it's typically empty when I go in. At most, there is usually one person, you know, scary-looking dude sitting at the end, and I'd have my bartender there. She, you know, she was always there whenever I go in. It was like I would go there so frequently. It was just like, you know, we were on a friendly, you know, basis with each other, and we'd just be like, "Oh, hey, you know, how you doing?" Shit like that. This time I walk in, and that place is fucking packed. Which was strange for the middle of the week. Probably like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. Definitely not a weekend. It was so strange. So I go in. I don't have my usual seat. I sit like right at the middle of the bar this time. And I'm sitting next to this gentleman. (laughs) gentleman. You know, just wait. So... My bartender's there. I greet her, you know, say how you doing? All that stuff. I order my drink? And I'm just there minding my business. I don't talk I don't talk to many people, but I'm just waiting for my friend. And so the guy next to me, he's obviously had a couple. And he's like, he's like, I seen you when you walked in, you looked lost. And so I'm just like, I take a sip of my drink. And with that sip, I'm thinking about what I'm gonna say. Cause this guy He's like, not a scary looking dude, but he's just like, you know, one of those dudes from the neighborhood. You're just like, uh, you know, you don't want to fuck with them. And so I put my drink down and I'm like, yeah, you know what it is, man? It's that I always come in here and I've never seen this place so packed. I had to do a double take and he starts laughing. He started cracking up hysterically and I'm like, all right, I'm like, I feel all right now like comfortable you know we've made we have a we've established a connection here <laughs> but anyway he starts talking that he's from the neighborhood and that, uh this and that and how the neighborhood's changed and shit. he's like one of those puerto rican biker guys from the neighborhood hey you know i knew that about how i'm like I, I i could clearly see that And so he starts telling me, he starts asking me about myself and stuff, you know, nothing weird. It's not like he's fucking, you know, he's trying to take me home and none of that shit. But he starts telling me stories about his youth growing up in not just Brooklyn, but just, you know, being in New York City in general. And so he starts telling me about all the kinds of women he's been with. He's like, he's like, oh, papi, I've been with black chicks, Hispanic chicks, white chicks, and just all this, like, so starts telling me all this, like, shit that he's done with all these women, and I'm just like, okay, alright, alright, I, I see you, I'm like, I don't know why you're telling me this, but alright, go on. I'm just playing nice until my friend gets there. And so, he tells me about this one time. He went to the movie theater, I forget where it was, years ago, this was probably like in the 80s, he said. He was like my age now, he was like 25 years old. He goes to the movies with this chick. And he's not necessarily interested in watching the movie. They're not interested in the movie. You know, it's consensual here. So they start fooling around and shit, that kind of thing. She just kind of goes down there and whips it out. And the way he described it, too, he... Oh, man, I wish this... This is one of the few times I wish this was a video podcast. But one day. He's like, yo, bro, he's like, my antenna was like this. And he just like sticks out his arm to signal that he was fucking fully erect at that point. And um, I'm just trying not to crack up at this motherfucker. So anyway, they're starting to get frisky in the back of the movie theater. And this one guy in front of them is not with it. He doesn't like it. He kept turning around. He didn't say anything, but he kept turning around. And so, my friend at the bar, at the time, he did not like that. And so, he was, like, watching him. I guess he couldn't get his his groove going with this guy. And keep, he kept on looking back. And so, the guy looked, looked the first time. A few minutes went by. The guy looked back again. The guy turned his eyes back to the movie, and then, a few minutes later, he turned back again. And this time... My friend at the bar got up, leaned over in his ear and told him, he whispered, turn around again and I'll fucking shoot you right here in this movie theater. He then went on to tell me that the guy did not turn around for the remainder of the film. And yep, that was the time I met a Puerto Rican gangster in at the bar. So that was one of the many things he told me about his youth other than being incarcerated and having weapons and stuff like that it was just an interest, a very interesting time and so i had to get out of there i'm just like my friend was there at that point i told i was texting her and i said like don't go don't come inside we're getting the fuck out of here and so i think i just i made something up at that point I don't know what the fuck I did, but I got the fuck out of there. I was not, I think he was trying to hang out after too, like fucking go bar hopping or something. I'm just like, no. and I never saw that guy again. I've been to that bar plenty of other times and never saw him again after that. And I haven't been to the bar in a long ass time with COVID and all, but who knows? Maybe I'll run into him again. He probably won't even fucking remember me. I'd actually be, like, legitimately scared if he remembered who I was and, you know, confided in me with his deepest, darkest secrets about how he almost almost fucking assassinated a guy at the Union Square movie theater when he was 25 years old. Oh, God. That wasn't even that long ago. I was probably, like, 20... I was maybe, like, 23 or 24. 20, 20, 20, 20. 20 something like that. But. Who knows, I'm excited to go back to bars and just like uh, make that, you know, part of my weekends again. Just go bar hopping, meet interesting characters, talk to them. And slowly but surely, I know I can now, but slowly but surely until I get comfortable again. And I'll have even more stories to tell you guys on here. But right now, I think I'm just going to wrap it up for today. Until the next one, seems that Thursdays are going to be the days to release new episodes. So we'll just keep, we'll keep it consistent. There's no reason not to. But anyway, if you're returning to the podcast, you've listened to me before, rant and talk about shit. Welcome back. I appreciate having you here. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to the family. Thank you for listening as well. Be sure to check us out and follow us on social media. Instagram is at simply existing pod. Twitter is at underscore simply existing. Tell your friends, your dog, your grandma, tell your hot mom. We love hot moms on simply existing. And here's to many more episodes like this one, you know, whether it's by myself with the guest um, talking about DB Cooper in the future, look out for that. And longer episodes like this with just me talking. I know the first one was really short, but I felt like that should have been just, a, you know, simple introduction of you know things to come but anyway love you guys whoever's listening i appreciate you follow and share talk and discuss tell all your friends Till next time bye